This is I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. The following is a recent Sunday morning message given by Pastor Robert Brown. We're going to be coming out of Proverbs, the 13th chapter, and the 21st and 22nd verses. I am reading from the King James Version. Obviously, Proverbs is, was written by um, King Solomon. He was David's son. Amen. And was the, he was the wisest man other than Jesus to ever walk the earth. He was also a great observer of all things, nature, people, um, everything. Hallelujah. So in the Proverbs, he shares his observations. He shares his wisdom on his observations. Hallelujah. And some scholars even surmise uh, he is being used prophetically in some of these Proverbs. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Proverbs 13, 21 through 22. Here begins the reading of God's holy word. It reads, evil pursueth sinners. Now, none of us that are saved are sinners. Amen. Sinners are, don't have a relationship with God. Amen. We may sin, but we are not sinners. All right. A sinner does not have a relationship with God. Amen. In particular, in the Old Testament here where this is written. But to the righteous, good shall be repaid. Now, obviously, righteousness back then meant very different than what it is now. Amen. This was based on works. Amen. Hallelujah. Now it's based on Christ and opposition in Christ. A good man leaveth an inheritance to his children's children. Hallelujah. How can I do that if I don't have anything? And here's our key part of the scripture here. And the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. You know, I had something else I wanted to share with you, but God was speaking to me yesterday and he wanted to encourage us as the year comes to a close that he still has you on his mind. Matter of fact, you never left his mind and that he wants to bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. In an effortless way. Hallelujah. Let's remember in the Garden of Eden. Amen. God cursed Adam or essentially cursed man that he would uh, uh, till the ground with the sweat of his brow. Hallelujah. Glory to God that everything that man got apart from God and, 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 and being separated from God would be hard earned that we would have to grind and we would have to work hallelujah our bones off uh, until we're suffering till we're in pain hallelujah glory to God but God wants to let you know today hallelujah that he's got a sweatless victory for you hallelujah if you trust him now here I'm not telling us to be lazy I'm not telling us not to work amen hallelujah but engage in God directed behavior hallelujah that you would use the energy that he's blessed you with in in God directed behavior hallelujah that you don't have to hallelujah glory to God kill yourself to be blessed by God when I say kill yourself I don't mean literally hallelujah I'm talking about hallelujah overdoing it hallelujah to be blessed by God we're going to look at it today hallelujah so the title of our message today next slide hallelujah is sweatless victory we're talking about victory, hallelujah, beyond the curse that was placed on Adam and man in general, hallelujah, but the sweatless victory, hallelujah, that is through the Lord Jesus Christ, hallelujah, hallelujah. Once again, I'm not talking about being lazy or, or the Lord told me to stay home, hallelujah, I'm not supposed to work no more, hallelujah, I'm not talking about the people that retired, hallelujah, enjoy your retirement, you have worked, hallelujah, hallelujah, and earned this time in your life, hallelujah, I'm talking about, hallelujah, a type of victory that is no longer gained hallelujah through going through the means that Adam and men for generations have gotten victory hallelujah can you become successful if you grind if you work 24 hours a day if you do all those things hallelujah yes you can hallelujah but then the victory is on you and you got to maintain it 
You got to keep putting that effort in to maintain it. It's your kingdom. You built this. You got to maintain it. But wouldn't it be fantastic, amen, if God created the opportunity and then God maintains it. And all you got to do is flow within his will. So today we're going to look at the sweatless victory. Hallelujah. Well, Brother Pastor, are you, are you sure? We are so used to doing things under the curse. <laughs> it is a part of our DNA to do it like Adam did it after the fall by the sweat of our brow. That we never as Christians experience or give God the opportunity to give us a sweatless victory. We're going to look at it today in scripture. Don't believe me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. As I share the evidence with you, hallelujah. Seek the Lord for yourself and say, Lord, is this really you? And see what he says to you. Amen. Like I told you, I had something else, hallelujah, I was going to do today. Amen. But nonetheless, let's pray. Hallelujah. We want God to have his way. Hallelujah. Father God, we come before you in the matchless name of Jesus. We thank you for every soul gathered here in person, Lord God. We thank you for everyone that's gathered online today and those that are seeing this, Lord God. Hallelujah. In a recorded format in the name of Jesus. We thank you for them, Lord God. Now, Father God, all of us, hallelujah, no matter how we're, hallelujah, hearing this message, we need a word from you. We need to be nourished in our souls. And this task you've given me is far, far too great for me, as I say every week. You are the preacher. You are the teacher. Preach today. Teach today like never before. Nourish our souls today. Unveil your secret of sweatless victory today that all of us might be free from the curse of Adam, not just legally, but in our conscious minds, hallelujah, and operate from your God-directed behavior, Lord God, from this day moving forward. We thank you today. We praise you and we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Let me give you one quick example, one quick testimony before we move on with our message. Hallelujah. I can remember uh, working at North Shore years ago. Hallelujah. And I had worked there six years part-time. They were giving me full-time hours, but technically I was part-time. So I didn't get full-time benefits. Hallelujah. We were on my wife's health insurance and all those things like that. Hallelujah. And I remember an opportunity uh, came up that um, I would get full time after six years of working at the hospital. Hallelujah. There was one problem. One lady had seniority over me. Now, the, the victory through sweat is I would have trashed her character. I would have fought against her. I would have gone to the bosses to say, look how hard I work in comparison to her. But that would not have been God. That would have been Robert Brown. And there's some people who get ahead like that and they step on other people. That's not the Christian way. Instead, I just said, you know what? She, and the, the woman came to me and said, I have seniority over you. So I'm going to take the position. And I said, I didn't like it, but I said, okay. All right, the next day comes, she comes to me troubled. She said, I couldn't sleep right last night. You take the position. That's the sweatless victory. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, I didn't have to feel bad. I didn't feel, you know, she, she voluntarily said, you take the position. This, that's an example of the sweatless victory. Hallelujah. All right, as, as is my way and God's way directing me, amen. Next slide, please. Let's look at some definitions real quick before we move on with our message, amen. It says the wealth of the wicked, the wealth, hallelujah, or the wealth of the sinner, excuse me, hallelujah. This word wealth means wealth, amen. It's a he Hebrew word, hallelujah, kalil, hallelujah, kalil, hallelujah, glory to, Gil, glory to God, hallelujah. So anybody you know named kalil means wealth. All right. Hallelujah. And wealth, amen, according to the New Oxford uh, American Dictionary, is an abundance of valuable possessions or money. To 
be wealthy means that you have an abundance or a great deal of valuable possessions or money. Hallelujah. Let's look at this word sinner. means kata in the Hebrew, to miss, to go wrong, to do wrong, or to make to miss the mark. In the ancient Hebrew, amen, hallelujah, the last word of the last letter, excuse me, of the Hebrew alphabet is Tav, and Tav looks like a cross. To miss the mark or miss, hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, they, they were aware of the Messiah, amen, at some point in the uh, Israelite history, amen, but to be a sinner is to miss the mark. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, let's take it another way, amen, hallelujah. This could look like a tree tree of life to miss that tree of life to be a sinner you chose the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you're going to do it on your own you're going to do it dolo you're going to do it solo i don't need god i choose the tree of the knowledge of good and evil i don't care if i have to sweat i'm going to do it my way sinner to miss the way during the early church christianity was called the way hallelujah laid up Safan in the Hebrew, to hide, to treasure, to reserve, to protect secretly. So God has reserved for the just this wealth. I'm not here to tell you that everybody here is going to be a billionaire. Hallelujah. But there is reserved for us. Hallelujah. God's blessing to meet our needs. Hallelujah. And many of our wants. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And just amen is Sadiq in the Hebrew, which means righteous. Hallelujah. At that time, righteousness meant by works or behavior. We know righteousness now means our standing in God. Hallelujah. We're in right relationship or right standing with God. Why? Because we have accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Amen. Hallelujah. Hard to believe. That's not a that's not a mindset that we have as Christians. Amen. That we are righteous because of somebody else. That is the word. Hallelujah. Jesus was our scapegoat. Let's put it that way. Blaming somebody else. He took the blame on our behalf. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. This brings up a question. Who are the just or the righteous? Who are the just? Who are the righteous? The wealth of the sinners laid up or, or reserved for the just. Hallelujah. Who are the just? Hallelujah. Next slide, please. We're coming out of 2 Corinthians 5.21. I'm reading the New Living Translation. You've heard me say this scripture over and over again. And it reads, this is the Apostle Paul. He says, for God made Christ who never sinned to be the offering for our sin. What did Christ do? He became the offering for our sin so that we could be made right with God through Christ. The King James uh, Version says, we're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. We are made right with God through Christ. He took our sins and he gave us his righteousness. Amen. So who's the just? We are. No, you're not perfect. Yes, you can see your sins and other people's sins, and you can even see the pastor falling short. Hallelujah. But legally, me and you are righteous. Let's think about it this way. Think about the Old Testament. Hallelujah. Uh, the, the ancient Hebrews, would, uh, the priest would lay his hand on the goat and transfer... Uh, um, his sin to the goat, and they would send the goat out from the camp. Hallelujah. That was the scapegoat. Jesus was sacrificed outside the city to a place called Golgotha, where he was punished for our sins. Hallelujah. So who is the righteous? We are righteous. It's a good thing for you to remind yourself that you're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It'll change your mindset. It'll change your focus. It'll change your worldview. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Eventually, as you say this, as you have this mindset, hallelujah, your behavior will start to catch up with your standing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 
Thank you, Jesus. We need to stop confessing I'm a sinner saved by, by, gra by uh, grace. I was a sinner, and I was saved by grace, but now I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Next slide, please. Saints, there's an unimagined victory. There's a victory that God has in store for you that is beyond your imagination. The unimagined victory. I remember before I uh, got the position I am now, hallelujah, glory to God, I had no idea what God had in store for me. It kind of caught me off guard. It surprised me. Even when I got dreams, he kept showing me a different shift. I didn't know what that was. I had no idea. And then out of nowhere, boom, promotion in the midst of a pandemic. My God, the unimagined victory. Next slide, please. We're coming out of 2 Kings, the seventh chapter. We're going to read about six verses here. Amen. Glory to God. This is the story of the northern kingdom of Israel. This is during the divided kingdom, hallelujah. Israel had divided after Solomon under his son Rehoboam, hallelujah, into two nations. The, the, the ten, tribes, uh, 10 tribes became known as the nation of Israel and they were to the north, all right? Uh, two tribes were known as the nation of Judah and they were to the south. In the nation of Judah was the temple, amen? So the priests were drawn to go to Judah because that's where the temple was. Hallelujah. And Israel to the north became corrupt and veered away from God. Hallelujah. Uh, because of this. Amen. Hallelujah. And other factors as well. Hallelujah. In this story I'm about to read here. Amen. There was an incident where uh, the, the nation of Syria or Aram, as it was known back then, it was to the northeast of uh, Israel came to lay siege to Samaria. Samaria was the capital city of the northern nation of Israel. All right. Hallelujah. We know Samaria from the, the, the parable of the Good Samaritan and Jesus walking through Samaria. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But Samaria was the capital city of uh, the northern nation of Israel. Jerusalem was the capital of the southern nation of Judah. So this is happening in Samaria. So Samaria is surrounded and besieged by the Syrian or the Aram, Aramean armies. All right. Hallelujah. And they were surrounded so long. Hallelujah. There was a famine. All right. And people were starving. Amen. There's a story in here of two women. Amen. Agreeing to eat each other's babies. That's how bad it was. The Bible's not a rated G book, y'all. There's some rough stuff in here. Telling the history, hallelujah, glory to God, of the Israelites, hallelujah, and man in general, hallelujah. So, hallelujah, this, this portion that I'm going to read has to do with uh, four leprous men, hallelujah. It was a skin disease, very contagious skin disease, and you were shunned from society when you had this disease. And let's take a look of what is happening to these four men during this set of circumstances in the Bible. Some of you know where I'm going with this. It says, now there were four men with, and I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Now there were four men with leprosy sitting at the entrance of the city gates. Hallelujah. Why sh they said, why should we sit, sit here waiting to die? They asked each other, will we starve if we stay here? But with the famine in the city, we will starve if we go back there. So we might as well go out and surrender to the Aramean army. If they let us live, so much the better. But if they kill us, we would have died anyway. That's a, that's a mentality that human beings have often. Well, I'm going to die anyway, so I, I just might as well do what I want to do. See, some of the places I drive through, people cross the street like that. If you valued your life, you wouldn't cross the street uh, all nilly-willy. Cars just coming close to you. Hallelujah. Sometimes we get to the point where we've given up so much hope. Well, I'm going to die anyway. I'm going to be poor anyway. So let me just go out here and sin. God is just going to have to forgive me. This is the mentality these men had at this time. Let's go on with our story. So at twilight, they set out for the camp of the Arameans. 
But when they came to the edge of the camp, no one was there. So they're heading out to either become captives or to be killed. And when they head to the camp of uh, the conquering army, no one is there. These, these, these four men who have been shunned by society. Anybody ever felt like nobody likes you? Nobody wants to be around you. You have this paranoia about you that everybody's out to get you. Yes, Pastor Brown has had points in his life when he's felt that way. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This is where these men were in their mentality. And they show up to either be killed or captured and no one's there. You ever have a pessimistic attitude? Oh, this is going to be a terrible day at work. Oh, nothing's going to work out. I never get married. Don't nobody want me. I'm ugly. I'm this. I'm that. This is the mentality these men had. Next slide, please. Verse 7 says, For the Lord had caused the Aramean army to hear the clatter of speeding chariots and galloping of horses and the sound of a great army approaching. The king of Israel... They, they thought the king of Israel had hired the Hittites and the Egyptians to attack us. They cried to one another. So they panicked and ran into the night, abandoning their tents, horses, donkeys, and everything else as they fled for their lives. The Lord stepped in and caused confusion amongst this conquering mighty army. And they, they fled. They ran. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Kind of like what I told you. Amen. Hallelujah. This woman could not sleep. Came to me and said, you take the full time position. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God loves everybody, but I was in relationship with him. She was not. Had she been, he would have worked out something for both of us. It's the kind of God we serve. Hallelujah. The Arameans were not in relationship with God. They were pagans. They worshipped other gods. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This leper, leprous, these four leprous men, although they were not uh, beloved by the greater uh, Israelite society, amen, God still loved them. And although society may shun you and kick you to the curb and talk behind your back and snicker behind your back, God loves you. And saints, that's got to matter. We look too much for the arm of flesh to love us. Love is wonderful. Love is great. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It, we, we are social beings. We should, you know, we should desire friends and family and all that stuff. Hallelujah. But the bottom line, hallelujah, the thing that we could depend on is God's love. That is the sure thing. Pastor Brown may have a rough day. And have nothing to give you. If you depended on my love, hallelujah, at least on that day, you might be unfortunate. God doesn't have off days. God's not tripping. God's not moody. God is consistent. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Let's get back to our story. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So when the men with leprosy arrived at the edge of the camp, these poor men had nothing. They went into one tent after another, eating and drinking wine. It goes wine again. We talked about wine a couple weeks ago. And they carried off silver and gold. They carried off silver and gold. See, there was effort being made, but they, they didn't make the army run away. They just used, they just, there was God-directed behavior. They just walked in their normal lives, hallelujah, happened to be in the right place at the right time, hallelujah, God-directed, hallelujah, and carried off silver and gold and clothing and hid it. Laid up for the just, laid it, <laughs> put it to the side. Hallelujah. Glory to God. They didn't get a great army and attack the Aramean army and overcome them and, and then take their stuff. God took care of it. Then they walked in there, took their time, 
So energy was being spent, hallelujah, but not they, were, they weren't grinding. They weren't giving an over-effort, hallelujah. They simply moved in their normal energy and carried off silver and gold. They went in a moment's time from being poor and destitute to being rich. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So according to Acts 10.34, God's not a respecter of persons. If he could do it for them, why wouldn't he do it for us, the righteous, in Christ Jesus? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Next slide, please. Saints, when God blesses, all his people win. Unfortunately, the paradigm or the model of the church is the pastor wins and everybody else loses. The pastor drives the Cadillac and y'all just getting by. Let's look after the mant of God. Let's take a demand of God. We're his pillows. Supposed to be pillars. Hallelujah. But it's this mindset that's creeped in the church. No, everybody wins. Everybody should win. Not the pa- just the, the pastor, in some cases, should even be last. He's a servant. She's a servant. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. What are you talking about? Next slide, please. We're jumping down to, uh, we, uh, we're, we're down to uh, verse 9 now. Hallelujah. And it reads, finally they said to each other, we're still talking about the leprous men, this is not right. This is a day of good news. This is a day of good news. Let me say that prophetically to you. This is a day of good news, the sweatless victory. And we aren't sharing with anyone. If we wait until morning, some calamity will certainly fall upon us. There they go with that negative mindset again. Come on, let us go back and tell the people at the palace. So they went back to the city and told the gatekeepers what had happened. We went out to the Aramean camp, they said. No one was there. The horses and donkeys were tethered and the tents were all in order, but there wasn't a single person around. Then the gatekeepers shouted the news to the people in the palace. Let's skip down to verse 16. Next slide. Hallelujah. Then the people of Samaria rushed out and plundered the Aramean camp. So it was true that six quarts of choice flour were sold that day for one piece of silver and 12 quarts of barley grain were sold for one piece of silver. Just as the Lord had promised, Elijah had prophesied that this would happen. Amen. In previous verses. Hallelujah. So thus it had come to pass. But for the people, it was an unimaginable victory. Everybody, the city went out and everybody won. Everybody, not just the four leprous people, hallelujah, but everybody got theirs. And this is where God wants to take us, where everybody wins. Let me, let me say this once again. I'm not here telling you everybody here is going to be a billionaire. But I'm here to tell you that the blessings are available. A sweatless victory is available to all of us in Jesus Christ, hallelujah, glory to God. Next slide, please. Saints, our focus should be on, focus on your righteous standing in Christ and win. You know, we could all get caught up in this bill and that bill and what we're going to eat and what we're not going to eat, what we have, what we don't have. We get caught up in this rat race, amen, and getting up every day and just, you know, we're looking for our blessings like the world is looking for its blessings. We have the same mentality as the world, even though we're Christians. We're getting on that road, we're commuting to work, we're fighting traffic, hallelujah. I have lately started to just slow down and just, just drive at a, at a, I'm not trying to rush there. I'm going to get there on time because I'm leaving at, to give myself enough time. But I'm no longer, hallelujah, trying to dip in and out the lanes and go, cr- no, I'm taking my time. The grace of God is with me. I'll get there. Hallelujah. And get there before on time. Oh, oh that's another message. Anyway. It's another message. And let me tell myself, I wasn't on time here today. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So I'm not perfect. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But we should be there on time. Amen. Focus on your righteous standing in Christ and win. So our focus should be on Christ. What do you mean, brother pastor? Next slide. I'm coming out of Matthew 6, 31. 
This is during Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, which is chapters 5, 6, and 7 in Matthew. And this is Jesus speaking. He says, therefore, do not worry. I'm reading from the Amplified Version. Do not worry or be anxious, perpetually uneasy or distracted. Does this sound like you? Are you perpetually uneasy or distracted? That you're not experiencing the sweatless victory. Your mindset is not on the sweatless victory. If you're perpetually uneasy and distracted, there's some mental stronghold of thinking, hallelujah, that you are operating in, hallelujah, that prevents you from relaxing in Christ or having a confidence that he got you. Saying, what are we going to eat or what are we going to drink or what are we going to wear for the pagan Gentiles eagerly seek all these things. So the world is easily distracted and uneasy about these things. Why are we as Christians doing the same thing? Where's the distinction between them and us? No, we're not better than them, but we're in a relationship with the creator of the universe through his son, Jesus Christ. And we have promises that we either believe or we really don't believe. Got to be honest with yourself. If you don't believe it, it's time for you to go into your prayer closet and speak to God. Lord, I don't believe this. I need a revelation of this. I need help. Help my unbelief. Jesus goes on to say in the Amplified Version, but do not worry, for your heavenly Father knows that you need them. God as a Father knows what you need. It may not come exactly when you want it to come, which could be a whole lot of reasons for that, and I can't get into that. I'm not God. But he knows what you you have need of. I don't need a 65 OLED TV. I would like it. And this is almost sacrilegious of what I'm about to say. I don't need a Tesla. Oh my God, I felt, I, I felt that right there. I felt that. Let me gather myself. I don't believe I said that. I don't need a Tesla. I would like one. I just need a way to work. Hallelujah. He knows what we have need of. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next slide. This is our last slide here. Verse 33 says, but first and most importantly, but first and most importantly, what should have preeminence in your life? First and most importantly, seek aim at strive after his kingdom and his righteousness let me stop here for a second let's understand that the book of matthew was written to a israel uh israeli or jewish audience all right they thought they had heaven made but through their ancestor abraham hallelujah they didn't feel like they needed a savior hallelujah they could do it through their good works hallelujah kind of sounds like the church hallelujah i don't jesus i got this now you saved me but i got it no 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 we always need him Every day, hallelujah, glory to God. So from their perspective, it was he was basically saying, recognize me, your need for me as Savior. From our standpoint, amen, we need to remind ourselves and recognize our hallelujah, that we have him, hallelujah, and we need to continue in him. And it's not through our grinding or through our sweat effort, hallelujah, but it is through him, hallelujah, glory to God. But first and most importantly, seek, aim at, strive after his kingdom, Hallelujah, we're in his kingdom. We have that part, hallelujah. His righteousness, we need to recognize we are his righteousness. We are just. We are the just that Solomon's talking about. We are the just. Solomon may not have had that in mind, hallelujah, but with a full biblical perspective, we are in a Christ-centered perspective, hallelujah, we are the just. And anything we get, any blessings, amen, is because of his righteousness. You know, people used to tell me all the time, oh, you're going to be so blessed. You're a tither. You're a good man. You're a good father. No, 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 no. Hallelujah. It's Jesus. He empowered me to do whatever I did. Amen. I'd be out here like a knucklehead without him. 
Hallelujah. I might not even be here without him. Hallelujah. Uh, Cheyenne, Asa, Raven, and, and Direct be here. Hallelujah. I'll be out here in the corner. Yo, yo, what up? Know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's him. And it's his righteousness. Hallelujah. But first and most importantly, seek, aim at, strive after his kingdom and his righteousness. His way of doing and being right, which is through Christ. The attitude and character of God, which is we are strengthened through Christ. And all these things, these, these needs uh, spoken about earlier, will be given to you also. When something's given to you, you don't have to work hard to get it. Did the leprous men work hard? They, they did expend energy walking and lifting the blessings, but they did not have to grind to get it. Let me stop here again and say this once again. You can get victory through grinding, through an Adam-centered uh, way of doing things. I'd rather get things through a Christ-centered way of doing things. Through an Adam-centered way of doing things, I got to maintain it. I, I have to keep, I got to be Superman. I got to keep lifting it. Through an Adam-centered way of things, how, do you, how the church was, I started this church. I'm the founder. It's on me. Then I have to maintain it. If God said, you start the church, I'm with you, he maintains it. No matter how it looks. Oh, the checking account look a little low. It's on him. Okay, okay, Jesus, you, you said to start this, so you are going to make sure it continues. Amen. As opposed to if Robert Brown just decided, I'm just going to start a church because I think it's my time. <laughs> then Robert Brown got to hustle and trick people to come to church and hold them hostage for 45 minutes so that the thing keeps going. It's on, the burden's on him. Do we expend energy? Yes, we do. It's life. You just live. Not just about being lazy, hallelujah. But, hallelujah, it's the God-directed behavior, hallelujah. And it says, hallelujah, he knows what we have need of, hallelujah. It says, and all these things will be given to you also. Let me finish this. So do not worry about tomorrow. We, you know, many of us got to go to work. I got to go to work tomorrow. Tomorrow going to take care of itself. Hallelujah. For tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. We live in a fallen world. Let me do say this. This past week, there have been obstacles that I face in my day-to-day -day life that have just come out the woodworks. And saints, if I tell you, each step of the way, I take a moment and I look to him for the supply. And every obstacle that I face this week, and I can't get into detail, hallelujah, has been overcome. The key to victory is you keep looking to him for supply. Don't look to yourself. How am I going to figure this out? You're not. Look to him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The sweatless victory, hallelujah, glory to God, is when life and the trouble happens. I'm looking to him. All right, Jesus, this is a job for you. <laughs> this is beyond me, hallelujah, glory to God. And he will manifest. There may not be any fireworks or, you know, angels showing up that you can see and all that, hallelujah. But he will manifest his glory in your life and, and, and a resolution to the problem that you're facing every single time. We're talking about the sweatless victory. Somebody say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me, let me wind it up like this and say this one more time. Do not stay home from work tomorrow because you said Pastor Brown said I can stay home from work. If God's blessed you with that job, get up, go to work, and minister at your job. Amen.
Hallelujah. I think one of the reasons he still has me working, amen, there's more people for me to meet. There's more people for me to minister to. There's more people to serve. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I mean, he could give me money any kind of way, but I, I'm, I, you know, as, as Roland always says to me, amen, it's, it's ministry. Hallelujah. I still have to engage in the world. I have a personality where I could just be off on my own and I'm fine. Hallelujah. But doing that, I'm not impacting people for Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So that's one of the reasons. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So it is, and, and, and it's not against not working hard. So I'm going to work hard tomorrow, but it's through the energizing of the Holy Spirit, the direction of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So every opportunity, every good thing, he gets the glory because he's making it happen. I'm flowing in him. As opposed to how I used to do back in the day when I first got uh, back in 1996. Hallelujah. It was time, you know, me and my wife decided we wanted to get a house. Amen. And I, then I started working seven days a week. But God was not with me on that second job. How do you know? Hallelujah. I would always get flat tires. One time, I, and she reminded me of something, my bumper fell off one time. I had the bumper in the back of my car sticking out of the windows because it wouldn't fit in the back seat by itself. So I had to slide down the windows halfway in the back and the, the bumper was hanging out and I was in a rich neighborhood. <laughs> if you get what I mean. It got to the point, amen, where I was so tired, I was going to my main job after leaving my first job, and my sister and I were sitting at this traffic light that we had been in a million times. I fell asleep driving through the traffic light. She woke me up. I tell you no lie, we were headed towards the gas station. He wasn't with me. We got the house. It was mouse infested. I mean infested. You ever seen a mouse walking on a cable wire? <laughs> I have. Through the sweat of my brow, this was the blessing I got. It was a house. I'm the man. I'm taking care of my family, you know what I mean? It's a mouse infested, dilapidated house. As opposed to my second house, hallelujah, God, we walked in. He said, this is your house. And at the closing, we got money back. That doesn't happen. You're buying a house and they give you money back? That was the sweatless victory. And we, I'm leaving there like, that was like a little too easy. <laughs> what just happened? The sweatless victory. I'm not here to tell you that Pastor Brown's done everything right in his life. I'm here to tell you that God wants us to operate from a mindset that he will create opportunities. He will create doors. He will cause us to be in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing, meeting the right person. And cause us to be victorious. Saints, some of us are working too hard to be blessed. I'm not saying don't work hard at all. I'm saying. God, is this what you want me to do? Is this is where you want me to be? Is th am I in the right place at the right time? Show me. Make it plain to me. Hallelujah. Last testimony, and I'm going to get out your way. Hallelujah. The woman before my wife, I worked hard to win her heart. I would send flowers. I would do this. I would do that. I'd chase after her, all these things, thinking, I'm going to claim me a woman in the name of Jesus. <laughs> and it didn't work out. She got pregnant by somebody else. And I know it was somebody else because I ain't sleep with her. Oh, I know we can't always say that. I was, I was, I was on fire for the Lord. Hallelujah. Good thing I was, because if that was my baby, I would be a crazy man. So I'm not here to beat anybody up. If you made mistakes, if you made choices, hallelujah. Glory to God. 
we're human, we understand. Thank God for his grace. I thank God for his grace that I didn't make a bad choice in that situation. I made a million other bad choices. Hallelujah. But the point being is in my own efforts, I could not win the girl, even though I look like me. It's a joke and that went over your head. Hallelujah. <laughs> that went over your head. Hallelujah. By the same token, a girl that was not attracted to me, did not want anything to do with me, amen, has been married to me for 28 years. She wanted nothing to do with me. She didn't. Looked at me like I was crazy. You have the mitigated gall to come up to me and ask me for my phone number? She didn't say those words, but that look was like... <laughs> Ah, the sweatless victory. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Only Jesus. Amen. So I want to encourage you. Amen. God wants to bless you. And he told me to share this with you today. Like I said, I had something else. Hallelujah. But there is a victory waiting for each of us that he wants to bless us with. Before you make that next move, whatever that big plan is, say, Lord, is this you? And if it is him and you get that impression, that, that witness on the inside, that peace, he will sustain whatever you're involved in. You don't have to sustain it. He will sustain it. Pastor Brown is not the reason this church continues to exist into year nine it is the lord jesus christ hallelujah glory to god pastor brown's not the reason me and Doretta have been married for this it's the lord jesus christ because if i if that other girl had given me a chance i'd be a, a divorced at least one time already hallelujah i tell you i would have been I, I would have been, hallelujah, because I, I don't like crazy. I thought I liked crazy, but when you got to live with crazy. <laughs> Living with crazy. Anyway, the sweatless victory, amen? Let's give him a praise, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me speak to my online audience real quick. You have had a life that's been very tough and rough. And you wonder, does God care about you? Does God see you? Does God know your needs? And I want to tell you, he does. But there's a pathway to get your needs met, and it's through the person of Jesus Christ. God, this complex being, amen, hallelujah, realized that man could not save himself. Man made a bad choice at the beginning, hallelujah. And God, hallelujah, put on flesh, hallelujah, glory to God, uh, and died for mankind's sins where man could not help himself. And that, that God-man, hallelujah, was the Lord Jesus Christ. God the Son came and died, hallelujah, on our behalf, hallelujah. And this God, hallelujah, wants to meet your needs. He wants you to experience a sweatless victory. He wants you to be in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing, th something that he's directed, that you might experience his love, his, his care for you, hallelujah, you, his, his victory that he has in store for you. So if that's you and this message has imp impacted you and you want to be a part of the family of God, hallelujah, please say these words with me. Say, Lord Jesus. Jesus, come into my heart. Please forgive me of all sins, transgressions, and general imperfections. I believe that you died for my sins, my transgressions, my imperfections. I believe that you rose from the dead on the third day as the evidence that Father God accepted your sacrifice as full payment for my sins, my imperfections. Thank you for saving me in Jesus' name. And if you sincerely said that prayer, now say, Amen. I want to be the first one to welcome you to the family of God. Hallelujah. Please find a church home, amen, that preaches Jesus. If you want to hang with us, we'd love to have you. Hallelujah. We're at 15 Albany Avenue, Amityville, New York, 11701. We start at 11 a.m. every Sunday, Eastern Standard Time. We would love to see you and join us. Hallelujah. We are socially distanced. Hallelujah. We have proper ventilation. We're taking temperatures at the door. We're airing on the side of caution. Hallelujah. Of wisdom. Hallelujah. We're wearing masks except for me. Hallelujah. And I'll put my mask back on when the service is over. Hallelujah. We have an overflow 
overflow room. We have TV back there for the overflow room. We'd love to see you. If you want to continue to join us online, you're more than welcome to do that as well. We're on here every day, every Sunday, excuse me, at 1130 a.m. But now we need your help and we need everybody's help. Amen. So the gospel to continue to be spread. Holiday. If you can take me to the offering screen, if you're not there already, we thank God for Asa. He's running a whole lot of things back here. Hallelujah. The college graduate. Hallelujah. Multitasking. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. We need your help. We need your investment. We need your donation for the gospel message to continue to go forth. Hallelujah. And you can do that in three ways. If you're a tither, if you give offering, if you have that revelation. Amen. Hallelujah. God, Father God, tithe Jesus unto us and reaped a great harvest of millions, of, if not billions, of Christians throughout the years, the 2,000 years since his death and resurrection. Hallelujah. So a great harvest has come in. Hallelujah. But now we want to sow back so others can get saved. But we need the support. Hallelujah. On this fallen world, they still use money. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So we need your money. Hallelujah. While we're still here, before we're raptured. Hallelujah. To spread the gospel so that as many people as possible come to the saving knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You can do that in one in three ways. The first way is you can give online at our website. Our website is lwccgrace.org forward slash donations. You can give a tax deductible donation there. Hallelujah. Where you can help us to continue to spread the gospel and for the church to be supported. Hallelujah. Once again, that's lwccgrace.org forward slash donations. The second way you can give if you feel uncomfortable with digital or online transactions is you can mail in your offering to Living Waters Christian Center, P.O. Box 115, Amityville, New York, 11701. Once again, that's Living Waters Christian Center, P.O. Box 115, Amityville, New York, 11701. And the third way is you could come and join us here in person, amen, at 15 Albany Avenue, Amityville, New York, 11701. We start at 11 a.m. We worship from 11 to 11.30, and then we start our in-person service with you online joining us as well amen hallelujah glory to god with that said let me pray over these offerings hallelujah and pray over all of us father god we thank you and praise you and bless you for your word today your word of encouragement now father god we are not quite used to not earning things through the sweat of our brow give us wisdom clarity and insight to start to operate in the flow of your sweatless victory as we are directed in our behavior by your precious Holy Spirit. And Father God, as we sow now, we sow for the upkeep and expansion of your kingdom. We invest in this church that the gospel would continue to be spread. Let those of us that sow reach some 30-fold, some 60-fold, some 100-fold return, some a million-fold return on that which we sow into your kingdom, Lord God. We thank you today. We bless you, Lord, because you do all things well. In Jesus' name, somebody say amen. 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 I want to thank our online audience for joining us today. God bless you. God loves you. Hallelujah. We love you here at the Living Waters Christian Center. I love you personally as Pastor Brown. Hallelujah. And we'll see you next week at 1130 a.m. God bless. Enjoy the rest of this beautiful day. Hallelujah. Be blessed. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us at I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. We hope the message blessed you and unveiled the love of Christ to you in a greater way. God bless.